0: The second star to the left, a podcast and everything fantastic, strange, and science fictional. I'm your host, joined by my co-host today, just one, Bert. I'm Bert. And uh we're continuing Better Dead Fest, or at least our Halloween celebration, by me subjecting Bert to one of his worst nightmares. Bert <laughs> oh, of the Marvel movies cinema.
1: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally set up for this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh okay hold on so so we'll contextualize for the readers if you're not unfortunately very online like we are this week martin scorsese hero of american cinema bravely waded into battle against the marvel movie franchise and said that they were theme park rides yeah and while the question of like marvel movies as cinema and i think you could ask this about star wars and harry potter Also, at least two out of the three big Disney franchises, which is meaningful. Um, Also, beg this question. I was curious to hear, Bert, your thoughts, particularly as we are looking at movies like The Joker. It's not even The Joker. It's called just Joker. In the most stupidest question possible, what makes a film cinema?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, you're going to have to start this out by agreeing on terms before you go anywhere. So, I mean... What are you talking? Like is it art? Is that what we're doing? Cuz that's okay. Like <laughs> that discussion is always fun. Uh and I mean that in the most sarcastic way possible. Uh I mean But that's like
0: the point, like, isn't that what Scorsese's like whole thing is?
1: I well, I that's, that's actually kind of what I'm asking you is is that what you think his thing is? Or is he saying that these aren't even really movies? Like these aren't even like in the same frame of reference as films,
0: that would be my impression. Uh, I can pull up the article real quick.
1: Because see, then it's not even a question of whether it's art; it's a question of if it's if it's even like in the same medium. Like, there's a big difference between saying like, uh, "What's what's a shitty video game, um, uh, God of War or something?" Everybody, this is this is where I get everybody <laughs> mad, and for different reasons. No, but uh, I'm saying like, if everybody was like, if somebody was like, "God of War isn't art." And a bunch of people would get pissed off, and who cares? But, you know, you could make that argument. But if you were like, God of War is not a video game. That's like an entirely different argument. It's like, wait, what? But, and I mean, people have done that with like, uh, like what they call walking simulators. Like, I like a lot of video games that you literally don't have any effect on anything you do in the game. It, it Like, they're visual novels. And I, I bet a lot of people would be like, those aren't video games. Because you just read. You, you you have no effect on anything. So then it's a question of, like, does it have to be interactive? So, so yeah, it, that's the question. Is Martin Scorsese saying Marvel movies are not actually even movies? Or is he saying they're not art? They're not art.
0: To, to The Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. uh, he says, It's not cinema that he's reco- reported in The Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it's not cinema. It's something else, he argued. We shouldn't be invaded by it. We need cinemas to step up and show films that are
1: narrative- films okay so he's saying they're not narrative films see like the problem is, is it's see, at, at the at the core of the, the discussion is what martin scorsese means when he says cinema does he mean like art art or does he mean like movies period because like if i if you like if you want to do the whole uh webster's cinema webster's dictionary defines cinema as you know the lame uh you're doing like a valedictorian speech uh it says the production of movies as an art or industry now i highly doubt martin scorsese is gonna say these aren't industrial products because they quite obviously are like <laughs> it, it, you know so i don't think he's saying that i think he just like i i think all he means is these aren't i don't even know if he means these aren't art that's really that's a really ridiculous that that's like the whole other discussion anyway. i think he just means they're not valuable movies like they're not valuable to the canon of film. Like they they serve no real function to you know film as a whole, <laughs> or its or its legacy.
0: Are you saying the greatest crossover event in history does not have value to cinema?
1: See, like you sound like. Sorry, are you playing the role of uh, the comic book nerd on The Simpsons? Is are you saying uh, the greatest crossover event in history? Uh, <laughs> I mean, this is
0: this is what Plain Devil's Advocate looks like for me. Now,
1: I, this is this is totally tangential, right? But <clears throat> did, who even called it that originally? That that had to be a Marvel marketing thing.
0: That it was the greatest crossover event. In yeah, history. they had to have.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's all marketing bullshit. Like anybody who who says that line that isn't a Marvel executive is totally brainwashed. Like, like that's just it's the stupidest thing ever. Like they clearly heard that line said from Marvel and. I don't know. It's like a what's a shitty like tagline for a product? Like what's what's Coca Cola's tagline, uh, or like Pepsi or something? I don't know. McDonald's. What's McDonald? Like uh, I'm loving it. It's like if somebody. It. It's like if somebody says, "Oh, I always eat McDonald's because I'm loving it." Like that's not even an argument. Like it's like I I heard their slogan and I I have been bought out by corporate entities. Uh, <laughs> so like if anybody actually says that. I don't even remember which one it is. I'm assuming it's, like, Infinity War, the second one. If they actually say it's, like, the greatest crossover event in history, like, you just know that person is not worth listening to. Like, they, they don't have actual opinions, so.
0: So, okay, I want to continue yes, what giving we're... you this, this <sighs> nightmare scenario. I'm subjecting Bert to his worst nightmare. It's nightmares. like electroshock
1: therapy. This is,
0: this is me. I'm going to play the role of the Cenobite Hellraiser. Okay, so
1: Bert... Great. I've got the pu- I've got my puzzle box right here. <laughs> what are we doing? You are trapped in your puzzle box with Kevin Smith. <sighs> and he says, "Fuck." <laughs> well, well, hold on. Are we talking about Martin Scorsese or talking about Kevin Smith? Because yes. this is very important. Yes. Both. God. Kevin,
0: Kevin Smith responded to
1: Scorsese. <laughs> <He> said, <laughs> right. Okay, hold on. If like if like I know, but if, if like fifteen years ago you told me I'd be hearing that set up to a sentence, I'd be like, Jesus Christ, Kevin Smith responded to Martin Scorsese. Like, fuck off. <laughs>
0: Quote Martin Scorsese probably doesn't have the emotional attachment to these movies that I do, Smith said. Right. I think when he goes yeah, go go those those movies. He's like, That's a theme park. When I see those movies, I that is the closest I get to being with my dad at a movie theater again. <laughs> i respect his opinion go on sorry i respect his opinion but i don't think he has the same emotional attachment that a lot of us have it's the men and the women that we relate to in the movie not the super part i i mean smith added that scorsese himself i I really want to make you suffer, go on smith added that scorsese himself had already made an epic superhero film in the form of the last temptation of christ
1: is this... As hold Smith on, you're, it, you're making this part up. I did not I, read this. This is
0: on IndieWire. Okay. I will include this in the show notes. <laughs> As Smith put it, I'm not diminishing Jesus by any stretch of the imagination. But who is Jesus if not a superhero?
1: God, fucking epic bacon spaghetti monster bullshit. This dude... Okay, listen, anyway. Here's the thing. Every, oh, I, I think everybody heard the first part of that. Like, Well, not everybody, but, you know, anybody who's online saw, like, all the trending with Kevin Smith being like, I don't think he has the emotional attachment to these films. And, like, it's, it's like, the densest fucker on the planet just, like, yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. He has no emotional attachment. Like, it's, like, I think maybe, maybe what's going on here is Martin Scorsese might not like these films. Yes, that's exactly what he said himself. I feel I almost feel bad for laughing about the comment about his dad cuz I'm assuming he's saying that cuz his dad's dead. And that's not really fu- like that's not really comical. But it just really sounds like Kevin Smith Kevin Smith is like self-owning himself with every single sentence of that. Like it's like it's like first of all, I somewhere in the back of my brain it somehow it I somehow recognize that people aren't emotionally compelled by these shitty movies. Like that's the first part. Like he's so dense. And the second part is, like, it, it makes it like I can be with my dad in the cinema. It was just like, dude, that's that's a whole other set of issues that has nothing to do with...
0: If you wanted to <laughs> like, sort of an infantilizing yes. aspect of Marvel movies, that's the most perfect setup you could imagine. Yeah, like, it. I mean... Like, it's almost like, like, my mom wrapped me in, Mar- like, did, blankets, and I went, took me to Marvel right. movies, and it made me feel warm, like, and I... Like,
1: literally, Walt Disney's my dad. Like, come on, man. Like, or Stan Lee, like... That's not what movies... I mean, it's fine. Look, if you get that out of it, whatever. Like, fucking Kevin Smith. How old is this dude? He's gotta be like 50 pushing 60 or something. He's probably not that old, but... <laughs> We're Googling at this moment.
0: Kevin Smith is 49
1: years oh, old. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, okay. So, dude, dude. Time to let go of the comic books, dude. Come on. They're for kids. It's okay. And, and some of them aren't for kids. That's fine. But, like stop defending this bullshit like nobody buys it except people that already bought it so like you're just preaching to the crowd and nobody's watching your shitty movies anyway like nobody's watching tusk or fucking yoga hosers or whatever the fuck that movie's called i don't remember does he have like a trilogy of shitty films now
0: um i mean he had this whole view askew universe he had a universe like yeah so um kevin smith See, I was of that age that I like was watching Chase and Amy and thought it was like a really great, insightful film oh, when I was oh, yeah. sixteen. Yeah, yeah, for like how relationships
1: work. That movie hasn't oh. aged well at all. But yeah, like in in the nineties, no, not at yeah, all. Yeah, No, but in the nineties, it was you know it was better. Wow, this is
0: really progressive. Yeah, exactly. He's okay, he doesn't end up
1: with the girl. Whoa, else. a lesbian in a movie. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> she's not Butch. Oh my gosh, it's different.
0: So yeah, so the basic idea is that every movie that Kevin Smith has made all fits into the same universe, and uh, so Jay and Silent Bob are, like, the connection. So every time Jay and Silent Bob show up in a movie, that is a connection to the view askew. Hold on,
1: are you telling me Dogma is in the same universe as Clerks? 100%. That's the dumbest fucking thing in the whole universe. Like... You can look this up on Wikipedia. (laughs)
0: Well... I am not bullshitting you at all. I
1: mean, like, the thing is, though, Kevin Smith, like... Clerks had its moment in time, you know. Chasing Amy had its moment in time. Some people like Mallrats. I don't, but I get it. You know, it's fine. I think Clerks
0: actually would be nothing if it wasn't for like the presentation of the. Yeah, film. no, it's, it's an like, aesthetic. If it wasn't low budget, you
1: know. Like, Hilariously enough, it it's it's about the cinemanness of it that makes it a good, a, a decent film. But like, but outside of that, like, I can't think of a good Kevin Smith film. Like, I don't even like Dogma. It's it's mostly shit, and like. Like, literally.
0: is Richard Dawkins writing Exactly.
1: It's totally epic bacon fucking spaghetti monster shit. It was just when that was more prevalent than it is now. But, like...
0: But... Or when it was less racist than it is now.
1: Oh, jeez. But, like, he's the last person I want to listen to on on fucking cinema. Like, wasn't he defending the prequels or whatever when those... uh, That's a whole other discussion. But the thing is, like...
0: I don't know. See, that's the thing. I think that discussion is linked. So, like, the question I would ask you and this is me not playing devil's advocate, I see certain films as that fall underneath that sort of, that fans embrace, that fandom has enshrined as still relevant cultural pieces of cinema, but within narrow context. So for example, I think the 1977 Star Wars film is a piece of American history and film cinema, and like, but only in the 1977 form. So when you get to, like, the special editions and stuff, and then it actually loses its cinematic value because it's not a reflection of that
1: time period, that filmmaking, and that style at that time. See, again, though, like, the problem is, is my brain wants to break this down into is it art or not? And that's a question that... Well, no, cinema, I think cinema has that connotation, right? It's a, it's the connotation that cinema
0: is art, film is art, movies are not.
1: Yeah, but the pro- or... So my problem with that discussion is always that art is, like, So fucking ridiculously subjective, like, like, cause like, you know, like people can find, you know, artistic value in the shittiest shit. Like lots of people, I know lots of people who've, who've found interesting things in like Batman versus Superman, a movie I never want to watch, which is like one of the epitomes of these stupid, stupid corporate product, product garbage movies. But, but I'm saying people can find stuff in that. So does it have some artistic value? Yeah, sure, probably. It, it probably even like says a lot about the way movies are made now. And da 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 da. But like, is it to me? Did does the movie need to exist as, from an, from a, like a cinematic perspective? Fuck no. Like, so it's it's kind of like it really depends what you're talking about. I I think like Martin Scorsese is is obviously a great director. I don't think he would go as far as to say like. None of the Marvel movies are art in any way. Uh, I think that's a bit brash and I think he recognizes that you know that Really?
0: Yeah. Just because I could see I could see an of that argument frankly. Like what which one of the Marvel movies could you see approaching I friends?
1: mean well see again my thing is is art, art like the the note, the the connotation of art is not like on some magical pedestal where it has to be a certain thing. I mean, for, OK, so for me, for a movie to have value from an artistic perspective, it needs to have some thematic through line, whether it's accidental or on purpose and preferably something that isn't like cliche at this point. So, for example, like the Avengers is is not really does not really meet that criteria, because to me, the only thematic through line for the Avengers is, you know, teamwork is good, which is like not really it, you know. That's not really like, a theme, well, you know. Like it, that's like that's like the Fast and the Furious. It's about family. Like again, then now you can make arguments about that. Like, well, maybe this is comparing family to other things. But the Avengers doesn't have any of that deep, meaningful. Like, no, yeah.
0: the Avengers selling point is that like yeah. I can see some of my favorite superheroes that don't interact usually. That's not
1: that's not a theme, though. is what I'm saying. That's not like a that's not yeah. that's not like an insightful commentary on anything in the real world. So it's just boring shit. Now, like, the thing is though, there may be you you could take that concept and make something like where it kind of plays off of the expectations of that idea. So, for example, like I love the last The Last Jedi, it's my favorite Star Wars film, and that has a lot of themes where they are definitely playing off the mythos of star wars and changing it and affecting it within the themes of the movie. And that's really like artistically fascinating to me, but like the Avengers isn't interested in outside of maybe like a few throwaway gags. It's not interested in like commentating on the audience or like the meta narrative of that. I mean, I haven't seen Logan. I've heard it's, you know, it's, Better than any of these other stupid fucking movies. Uh, (laughs) I, like... Well, and see, okay. See, you bring up Logan to me. Yeah. gets a a question that I
0: struggle with and enjoy thinking about is... Particularly as you think about sci-fi and fantasy. Right. At what point do those... uh, The stories, cultural products, whatever you want to call them... Start to break free from the surly grasps of genre. And become something... Unquote, right
1: more. okay so this is why i've always been a big alan moore buff i love alan moore's stuff i know like a lot of it's problematic these days and honestly like a lot of his stuff he doesn't even like anymore like i think like something he's bagged on the most is like the killing joke which it really isn't that great of a book you know nerds love it like i'm sure i'm sure fucking Zack snyder loves that fucking book but like but like one of my favorite comic series that i ever read was miracle man the entire notion of that it's, like, one of fucking Alan Moore's first, I think it might have been his first real comic. And the, the basic concept of it was, like, oh, uh, I'm going to take, you know, this 50s pastiche, like, literally a ripoff of Captain Marvel that we had in Britain. I'm just going to approach it from, like, just a completely, like, natural, realistic perspective. Like, what if this shit was actually going on? What if there's actually a person who fucking says a magic word and turns into a superhero who has, like, godlike powers and shit? And, you know, as a result, you read that book and it's, like, I mean, it has its wackiness just because it's a comic. But, like, most of the time, it's, like, it it reads, like, an actual book. Like, people don't talk, like, like they do in comics. And people don't react like they do in comics. You you read it and you're, like, oh, shit, I'm reading something about real people and real things that, like, it, it has an effect on you. Because you can relate to it, as opposed to, like, you're reading fucking X-Men number 324 or whatever, where... <laughs> who cares? Fucking Bishop went back in time to save the universe from fucking, I don't know, the Clockmaker or whatever garbage. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of it has any relevance outside of good people good punch bad people. Like... And again, like, like that's all cliche. That Yes, technically those are themes that, like, good versus evil teamwork is good you know comics really like the theme of somebody has to die to sacrifice and stuff like but these are all like cliche things that aren't like they aren't really provocative or or interesting they're just like things that you put in pulpy books to get people to keep reading well it's also that
0: you know as you talk about you know stories about teamwork and sacrifice i think of things that also like we're talking about themes versus politics and like what I think like, for example, Batman versus Superman is a movie that you can reflect on as reflecting the politics of our time and the mode of production of films in our time. I think you look at the Avengers like in that way too, but in a, like, there's only so much you can say, I think about like the Marvel movies, for example, in the sense of like all these movies are, uh, advertisements for the next one. Yes. Like there's always so much you can say about that and then you're done. Whereas I think something that's more interesting is to talk about the politics of the film, which is, you know, on a meta level, what we try to do in this podcast. Because for me, I think there is something to be said about exploring those things. And I think that is actually... That's what happens when I think people like myself look at a piece of pop culture that's really shitty. Like, I think artistically poor, like, say, a Michael Bay Transformers film. But I have so much to say about that because the politics of it are, like, right out there. And I want to, like, tear apart this body of of this film and like dissect it and tear it apart and be like, what's this about? What does this tendon do? Oh, that's the ridiculously homophobic tendon. <laughs> and then over here is the really sexist gallbladder. Yes. Uh, of, a, of a long pornographic shot of uh, Megan Fox's stomach.
1: Right. Well, so there's a few that's, that's basically kind of the problem with my whole, is this cinema thing? So, so, or is this art? Because like you can look at a, a bullshit corporate product and like, come out with something like interesting to say about that period in time or our culture as a whole. You know, like, uh, so so then it's a question. Well, well, did the deliberate? You know, you can ask like, did the director deliberately make that commentary? And it's it, that's kind of irrelevant after a certain point. Like, I would say, like, The Room, for example, is technically on some level art. It's just like he de- he definitely. It's not from a deliberate reason like i I, you know it doesn't come across from what the storyteller was trying to say and even if it does it's like totally by accident you you see this person's like weird neuroses that he doesn't even understand and you get an understanding about that but it's the same with Zack snyder like if you watch like man of steel or something from everything i've heard you're gonna get a bunch of political uh nihilistic like what the fuck does this say about the state of <laughs> humanity, right now, that we're making movies like this, but like that's, I just don't. I I feel like it is important to delineate whether it's intentional or not, or whether it's really valuable to to cinema in Modern. general. Like to to have that discussion. Um, the other problem is is if a movie is hugely popular and just a fucking giant flagpole like uh, tent pole release, um, then it's then it's going to be important to culture in general regardless so like it's not really fair you know we have to discuss what the joker means about our quote-unquote society uh when they have a huge fucking marketing campaign and i have to hear about it nonstop. like we can't we're not going to discuss like i don't know if we're lucky but we're not going to discuss like what parasite means about society and and our our you know what i mean like we don't because we don't have to because that movie isn't the hugest thing in the whole fucking world for three weeks that like people are still just won't See, shut up about joker and I'm, I'm like dude i don't care i don't want to hear about it
0: that's actually the thing that i find kind of interesting like i was talking with friends and i was like i don't think i can watch this film for like another three months and then be able to look at it and evaluate it in any sort of objective way because of all this hype and quote unquote the discourse around it but at the same time like what I find interesting is I actually think that the Joker, I'm just called the Joker. The Joker film, sure, is um, of a greater cultural import to us than the Avengers films were. Like that film is like come and gone from the summertime; it's passed away. I don't think there's any like lasting emotional payoffs if you were upset about Tony Stark dying. Sorry, spoilers. But like, <laughs>
1: the, who cares? I don't give a shit.
0: Like, I think that that's what's interesting too it's like because you you talk about sort of like how big something is i think it's kind of forgettable like one of my favorite podcasts talks a lot about the film avatar and one of the hosts ardently defends that avatar had cultural impact and while the other host asks him always in in reply what cultural impact does avatar have again
1: yeah see and, (laughs) and 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 The thing is, is I think most of the arguments. It's kind of like the Star Wars thing you were talking about. I think most of the arguments for Avatar having cultural impact rely on the fact that it was a massively fucking successful movie that made a huge amount of money that everybody saw. If if nobody saw Avatar, what what cultural impact would it have? Fucking none at all. Like, and it's and that's not. I mean, yes, if nobody saw every movie, then movies wouldn't have any impact. But I'm just saying, like. I think, the impact you know, of Avatar is totally skewed by how much fucking money they made off of it and how many people they got to see it. Like, as to its artistic relevance and its impact on all of us. Like, it's...
0: And see, even then... But this is, to me, like... And where I get, like, really critical of Disney is... I would argue that even Avatar mm-hmm. has had more cultural impact than the Avengers Infinity War. Well,
1: yeah. The the thing about all that shit, though, is, like like... Like, to me, Disney has... So refined
0: the craft of production. I don't say filmmaking, but of production of these films that it is an assembly line thing. It is it is a Coca-Cola of a movie that is just exactly the same and exactly what you're gonna get, and there is nothing to comment about it. It's like a it's a Big Mac. The Thousand Island dressing of this Big Mac was very tasty today compared to the yesterday Big Mac I had.
1: Yeah. And, well, the thing... Okay, so, I don't think we've really... I don't think I've had my my rant on this uh, podcast yet. So, the the thing about... Have, have we talked about Marvel movies at all on this show?
0: I don't think so. Okay,
1: so... Uh, like
0: I said, I'm suggesting
1: you to your nightmare. This greetings, is, listeners. This is me. Hello.
0: Freddy green being like, Hi. Bert, talk about the Marvel movies. Uh,
1: so, what, what do we call our fans? Do we have a name for our listeners? Cast? Mm-hmm. Sec, second? Uh... Uh Second Stars. Oof, oof. Yeah, no. commies. Left socialists. Leftists. So fellow comrades. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm Bert. Uh so I hate Marvel movies. Uh if you can't tell. I have seen <sighs> uh, let me go through the list of, of the ones I have seen. I have seen The Avengers. Uh I've seen Blade, that doesn't count. So we're we're just gonna go in Marvel Universe bullshit, right? Um Okay. So step- Yeah. Brief applause aside,
0: today Disney tweeted out all their movies <laughs> in chronological order that are coming to <laughs> Disney Plus, and they include the Star Wars films. And I did feel a little bit like that really wasn't yours to claim. Yeah, but anyway, oh, like Blades, like in that case, I, I, me I too. tweeted
1: today that like the third one down the line was like. Uh... I don't fucking remember. It's like some movie that nobody's <laughs> ever seen in their whole life.
0: Song of the South. They did not no, kick off they, the tweet thread with Song of that. the South. No,
1: but I'm just saying. Like it was just so funny. They make this huge tweet bomb about all their all their fucking movies. And the third one's like Saludos Amigos. Dude, I think it's the second one. But the point is, is nobody gives a shit. Nobody's nobody's buying. Oh, it was it was Swiss Family Robinson. I'm like nobody's nobody's subscribing to the service to watch Swiss Family Robinson. Fuck off. Anyway, so uh, I've seen. Oh, I saw I have to go through these. Thor, the first one. I saw The Avengers. I saw Black Panther. Um, I have seen X-Men for this podcast. I don't even remember if we didn't release that, right? We no, yeah, there's no really way. It's like our first it it one of our first ones we ever recorded. It's uh you know, when you subscribe to our Patreon eventually, maybe yeah. f- Once probably, we get to
0: a live feed, yeah. ask us about the Mario sound.
1: <laughs> oh god forgot about that okay but uh even then x-men isn't really in the cinematic universe i mean they're i think they're all sony now and they're still working on all those rights uh i think
0: no no they're they're owned by us it was fox whatever i think i think you can point to the marvel film studio as like a a significant break i think
1: it's comical no pun intended how how um like how you can like delineate which movies affect other ones by their fucking corporate owners like, like how it affects the stories of these shitty movies. Anyway, so uh, Black Panther, Thor, The Avengers. I think I saw half of one of the Captain Americas. And that might be it. I You'd have to name... I can't even honestly th- They all blur together in my brain. Um, because they're all so shitty. So the, the only one out of all of those... I mean, the real universe ones. The only one that had any kind of thing approaching decent film was black panther and they gave it all up at the end Mm -hmm. to, to have them punch each other because that's what has to happen in these shitty movies is people have Mm -hmm. to punch each other while lasers shoot up in the air. So, so I hate these fucking movies. Um, I don't watch them on purpose. Uh, and by that, I mean, I do not watch them comma on purpose. Um, they are like, I, I I had a conversation. I remember when infinity war part one was coming out. And it was a big secret. They were using it as their marketing campaign, like, oh no spoilers! Don't give away any spoilers!" Like to the to the effect that they were like, like basically ruining film review critic criticism and shit because nobody could even talk about any whether they liked the movie or not. And um, I had a coworker who's like, "Oh, are you going to see that?" And I'm like, "No, I don't. Why? Why should I see it?" And she's like, "Well, it ties all these things together from all these other movies." I'm like, "What things?" Like what? She's like, well, if you watch like if you watch like Aquaman it, she says you have to watch all the other ones because then you'll understand what happens in this one. Because like in Aquaman uh, I don't even know what the fuck she said. The Flash, the, that's DC. Uh, I don't know. Somebody shows up and then he has an effect on this that happens later. I was like, okay, look, back up. I said stop. Okay. Listen to me. You,
0: if I get all the toys, exactly. I'm find them into one said, large toy. I said stop.
1: Stop it. Aquaman. You saw Aquaman, right? She's like, yeah, yeah. I was like what is Aquaman about? The movie. What was Aqu- what was the Aquaman film about? And she's like, "Well, Aquaman lives underwater, and he's like a royalty, and then like his brother is gonna stop." I'm like, "No, no, 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 stop, 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 stop." This is the red letter media thing. <laughs> stop it. What is it about? Like, what is the core message of the film? She's like, "Ah, ah." ah, ah it's about you know, like because people these movies don't have messages. Like Black Panther tried for like an hour that it's like hey fuck that we have to have a punch we can't have messages this isn't gonna work so the thing is, is people watch them they watch all of them because then they understand what happens in the other ones it's literally it's literally like when you were reading comic books in the 90s and you got to some page where some some super is talking about some bullshit you don't understand and it's like see justice league number 233 to see what they're talking about it's just a fucking sales like we can't be bothered to make our story cohesive and understandable because you need to buy all the other comics that we sell you know like fuck off like i don't need to watch all these films and and and, and watching aquaman i guarantee you does not give you a deeper Is that a dc movie am i making this up
0: it's no, okay it's a DC so movie, it wasn't yeah. even
1: aquaman i do not even know what movie it was but my point is it has nothing <laughs> in, so i can't even keep track of this shit but the point was is it has no bearing. Like whatever happened in um Ant Man, you know? That's that's Marvel, right? Yes. Okay, whatever happened in Ant Man, I understand they might have some payoff in the Avengers Infinity reloaded, whatever garbage it's called, but it's not an actual payoff. You don't get an emotional payoff. You don't get a thematic payoff. It's just, oh, that's why they did that thing in that movie that I didn't understand. Now I understand it. It's literally just referential. Like, self-referential. It has no meaning at all. But people are like, oh, because I watched all this stuff and because I'm consuming it, I get rewarded. It's (laughs) It's literally just rewarding you for buying Disney things. Like, come on. You're you're a grown person. Like go watch a good movie anything <laughs> get rewarded like emotionally and and personally like don't don't get rewarded for for throwing money at these these hacks like they have nothing to say that's my rant for fucking marvel movies don't watch these fucking movies although i can't and that was oh that was the other thing she's like no spoilers i'm like they're all fucking die i haven't i don't know anything about these movies and i know that's what happens but first of all the comics have been out for fucking decades and second of all like it didn't matter in the comics because everybody knows in in the comic book world, like people don't die. They used to have a rule that Bucky stayed dead in Captain America. They broke that rule like instantly. Like and that was he was supposed to stay dead. He literally could, they couldn't even do that. They do not keep that people was his dead. Purpose. <laughs> they they so like if anybody dies in a comic, is it's obviously bullshit. So I don't know. I mean I. It's like you walk by a Star Trek episode, and the red shirt, you're like,
0: I know he's gonna die, but he also has to come back next episode, because like, Kyle, we can't live without Kyle. Nobody's getting torn controls.
1: up about the red shirts on, on fucking Star Trek. Nobody's like, I can't believe- I mean, so, that was the thing. So, Tashi R. fucking stayed dead. Like, that's the only reason she has impact on the show. I'm sorry to Denise, uh, Denise Crosby, I like you, but, like, I'm just saying- like, I'm sure she would admit the character has more impact because they killed her, like, instantly. They could have just got rid of the character. But if she came back, like, in season two, nobody would care that she died. It'd be totally pointless. Who gives a shit? And that's the thing nobody in comics stays dead, and that's why death doesn't matter in comics. It's irrelevant. It, or in Game of Thrones, all that. I mean, I understand they stay dead in Game of Thrones, but it's just a game at that point. It's like, we don't know what to do with the plot. We have to shock people and, and subvert their expectations. Let's just kill somebody. But that's not. Well, if- no thematic through line to any of that it's just like ah we, we'll kill him to to get the audience to care that's lazy it's lazy bullshit okay <laughs>
0: well there's that there's also i think the most interesting piece to me is you know people talk about how there's no new movies coming out so for example like you know not only are we experiencing a time of media conglomeration right and that disney owns like everything 60 no percent. it's like 60 percent of like all <sighs> movies i think like they owned five out of the top six most grossing films top grossing films this summer so you have that <sighs> and then you also have this shift in the way movies are created i think that is a really damaging thing to creative properties and creative opportunities for filmmakers and people that want to tell stories because when we see even this logic happening in netflix mm. like the logic out right now of disney as a corporation is that of a landlord Right. they own property you come and visit on the property you pay them rent to crack open the Disney vault, see Ariel in The Little Mermaid and they own it at the end of the day that you can't do anything with it, they own the house and they ask you to leave it's the, exactly the same as if it's a theme park and so when you have like that what you want to do is you want to create opportunities for people that will drive them to come back to those properties over and over and over again right and so just more of the same more sequels and then you see things like netflix which are supposed to be like you know places for new things to pop up but even then those places are defined by a certain kind of subscriber logic that's grown into it's grown into the way that netflix grows netflix has to just much like capitalism constantly be growing constantly getting new subscribers and then they found that you know new shows are a great way to do that two seasons will get you in there algorithmically they studied this they know the numbers their rate of return for x profit shares and why new subscribers Mm -hmm. hits that sweet point season two and they cancel those seasons and like yeah it's so heartbreaking for me as a aspiring creative person who wants to tell stories and do something you know as someone that's like followed sort of like the growth of sci-fi world building seminars and things like that because that's where the money is if you can create a world that you can build a whole universe out of and get people to want to come back to you have the Harry Potter thing. Mm. Um, You have made it as a, as a creative.
1: Right. And this is nothing new. Like, like somebody I was talking to, was talking about like Westerns, how that was a huge plague on cinema for a long time where people just want to watch their fucking Western movies and they don't care about real cinema. And the thing is like, like this has always been a problem that, that marketing the way they market these movies, and they have an understanding of what people want to watch, as opposed to what's important or meaningful, um, and they target movies towards that. That's always been going on. The thing is, it's been it's been so perfected, like quantized down, polished. Like like movie popular movies now are the equivalent of like fucking clickbait ads. Like it's like they have they have engineered exactly what will what, what they need to do to get people to watch these things, and it's not like there's no like care or 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 respect for the audience at all. It's it's just uh, ah if we do if we remake this property, everybody will go watch that. If we Disney hasn't hasn't done a fucking original thing, I mean I would probably go back decades. I can't I can't think of anything.
0: Like and, well, their their best original products came from Pixar. Like Pixar, but that's I don't even count
1: that as Disney, you know.
0: Sure, sure, yeah.
1: Because like, th- and and again, like that was like, oh, we have these team of people with original ideas and they're like creatives. Ah, fucking squash that and and extract as much surplus value out of it as possible. And you know, then
0: and now we have Toy Story Four,
1: right? Which, dude, I remember. I I remember a time when there had to have been an interview where pixar was like we're not interested in making sequels we're not interested in continuing properties we've already worked with and like that's fucking laughable now it's like yeah okay like that's all their fucking films have had sequels and bullshit knockoffs and i mean i like pixar on the whole but like wreck it ralph two, like was anybody you know like everybody knew that was like crass fucking bullshit and and Hey, remember that time we saw that thing on the internet? <laughs> exactly. That's but that's literally that's how their algorithms work. Like, Ninety minutes. Let's go. Like, like that's how these comic things. Hey, you remember fucking Thanos? You remember? And, and to be fair, a lot of people didn't. But the thing was, is like, is like, oh, we can we have control over this property? How can we get people interested? How can we do this? They they have PR. I mean, they constantly. I I, I am a hundred percent that they they cast minorities and they use. Um, They use fictional sexuality as a selling point for these movies as hot button issues that aren't really hot button, you know, they don't actually put gay characters in movies. It's all just bullshit. You know, that's all just the, the, even the Joker. I mean, the Joker is a DC thing, right? But, but when Iceman kisses a man on film, that will be an impressive day for the Marvel
0: X-Men franchise. (laughs) Until then, it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, he's, but it's not
1: going to be moonlight. Like there's not, nobody's going to have like a deep and meaningful homosexual relationship in a fucking Marvel movie. Okay. It's, Gonna be fucking lip service. It's gonna be bullshit. So, like, that's what you're getting. It's all algorithms. All they care about is your money. And it's all really volatile. That's the other thing. Like, it's it's just a bubble. Like, I understand people are like, well, these movies make billions and millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, they, they put millions and millions and millions of dollars into them. They rely on the Chinese market and the overseas market, which, God willing, I really hope, like... Overseas they just do not need these fucking films anymore. They all get tired and stop watching them because America like this this shit's going to crumble. Nobody's going to watch Marvel movies if, if they don't make money in China. Like they're just they won't even make their own money back. So <laughs> that's and, and that's the other thing. They they put so much money into these things cuz they can and and the money doesn't go to anywhere meaningful like at all. Like it's just it's just CGI which doesn't even look anything approaching authentic
0: the look at the box office receipts is a narrow way of i think looking at how corporations like disney and nbc profit now like part of it is like a longer term return on investment of consumers
1: yeah the thing about all that is
0: that's that's even more like that's what yeah that's what marvel to me has done that, that was most impressive was to cultivate a fandom of, of viewers of that would go to Marvel movies, watch Marvel TV shows, like, across the spectrum, um, and to build
1: those things together. Like, that is,
0: from a capitalist, productive standpoint, Yeah,
1: an Yeah, see, thing. at the end of the day, I have the same perspective on that as I do when people say, like, you know, Kim Kardashian's a genius because she owns all these businesses and has so much money. It's like, fuck off. Like, guillotine that shit. Like, I care. Like, like all this stuff is is horrible late stage capitalism like nightmare world like I don't I don't care about their business acumen it's because it's all just fucking taking advantage of consumers and 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 again it's all algorithms this, this is all just like machinery like <laughs> I don't have I don't have respect for like the thing that makes my soft serve ice cream at the McDonald's like it's just a fucking machine and that that spits out goop that I'm gonna like throw into my body like like <laughs> I don't respect that at all. Now the guy who the guy who made it, yes, but that's it's the same thing here. Do I do I have respect for all these poor miserable souls who who put their their lives into this shitty CGI every day and get paid a pittance for it? Absolutely, I feel I feel bad for them. They should be able to make do it do what their heart tells them to do and not animate uh, a fucking bead of sweat on Thanos's bicep, okay? For their fucking their living, it's not fair destroy capitalism is what I'm saying like this is all shit I mean if we want to really bring it around bring the wagons around to, to Martin Scorsese um yes he's totally right like I, I don't understand how you can read what Martin Scorsese said even if you love Marvel movies like if you approach that from like a oh that guy just doesn't watch Marvel here's here's the thing you you are brainwashed if that's your it, you you see this as Martin Scorsese versus Marvel. That's not what it is, man. He's just a dude that has that doesn't like the movies. Just like there's lots of people like that. It's not a war like Disney doesn't have to crush everybody in their in their opposition. Disney feels that way. You should not feel that way. Okay. you should be glad Martin Scorsese can can put out movies that are not Disney movies. You should be happy about that. (laughs) Why would you be like, he doesn't understand the Marvel good. I don't want him to understand them. (laughs) Who would want that? Like, these people would be begging Orson Welles to make westerns and shit. Fuck off.
0: And uh, makes me think of Martin Scorsese as some kind of uh, messianic figure. No. He's coming to tell people, lay down your burdens. Lay down your fandom burdens.
1: I mean, I'm not... I'm not like fucking Martin Scorsese super fan. I'm not standing Martin Scorsese neither, neither like oh. like God knows. I mean, I I honestly am not even that familiar with most of his work. Like honestly, my framework for for my frame of reference for Martin Scorsese is is piss poor. Like I've seen like Casino, which is a bad example of a Martin Scorsese film, as far as I'm aware. Um, I mean, it's kind of like at that point, it's like him going through the motions, from what I understand. Uh, what else did he?
0: D- I mean. I would argue lots of new things are him going through the motions. Sure,
1: frankly, like I, like I
0: think most of his new movies are kind of. Meh. I've
1: never seen Goodfellas, which I should probably watch because everybody tells me to. Um, Guess what? There's mobsters. They're fun. Yeah, they're Italian. It's, sure,
0: there you go. That's that's a Scorsese movie. Yeah,
1: like I'm not saying he doesn't have his own emotions that he goes through, but like, I mean, my understanding is you watch a Scorsese movie and he's trying to do valuable things with your time and your 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 brain. It's not like.
0: Things that he thinks are valuable. Right.
1: It's not will will uh Joe Pesci man punch Robert De Niro man hard enough to win the fight. You know, <laughs> like that's uh I, I still need to see Taxi Driver, obviously Taxi Driver is like a super important movie. Like I don't ever need to see Casino again, but I got more value out of that than I got out of Black Panther. You know, like I i at least felt something at some point and it had its problems. But Black Panther i, I felt at the end of the day I felt nothing. I never need to see it again. It was just Black Panther's kind of worse than the other ones too, because it's like it's like for an hour you get maybe this could be something, and then it's like, no, we the corporation have decided we must crush any thematic throughline. You may not have any reward. You must watch people punch each other. Oh, and The Avengers is like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I'm sure we'll do it for this this show at some point. And I'm sure people will ha- hate hate be... me for saying that, but it's
0: horrible. That'll be on our a... That'll be probably part of, I think, a month of hate where we just delve into four Joss Whedon films, and just dude, that you can't say that. Don't don't
1: tell me that. Fuck off. I will not. No way. No. No, sir. Am I watching four Joss Whedon films in a row? I I would need like, God. I would need like David Lynch like sedatives in between. Like just something to like get my brain back on the proper <laughs> track and
0: with that yeah. <laughs> god
1: don't don't do this to me please
0: next week kate will be back from her travels abroad and we'll be discussing get out thanks for listening everyone have a great week take it easy um you can find us on social media uh you can find me at a very big bear Bert said at refreshing time follow the podcast at second star cast please rate and review us on wherever you get your podcasts because we could really use the support in getting out this podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.